Over his 34-year career, my husband has authored over 50 published articles, along with several books, videos, and audio training programs on the subject of network marketing. He's also been repeatedly recognized as one of the top network marketing trainers in the world. In June of 2011, he was invited to visit our company's home office. He was so impressed with what he saw that he decided that day to walk away from his lucrative speaking and consulting career and got started as a team of one. Today, that team of one has grown to over 200,000 customers, associates, managers, directors, executives, and millionaires in 17 countries. Today, my husband and I work together and we are extremely grateful to have been recognized as the number one income earners for our company worldwide. But what I'm most excited about today is that thanks to podcast technology, you can learn the leadership skills, the leadership lessons that will help you grow your own world-class team. With that in mind, let the man who's been teaching others about leadership for decades share what he's been teaching with you. Ladies and gentlemen, please allow me to introduce my business partner and the love of my life, my husband, Michael S. Klaus. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to each and every one of you beautiful people. Here we are again, all the way up to episode number 12. And on this week's episode, I'm going to be sharing the why and the how behind leaders taking personal responsibility. I'll also let you in on a little insight on how you want to make sure to avoid the if-only trap. But before we get into this week's conversation, please allow me to share from my heart to yours my sincere gratitude, really my thanks for the beautiful comments that so many of you have posted online about this Lessons in Leadership podcast series. You know, this really is a labor of love, and the intention behind it is, is to take what Lynn and I are doing each and every day and to put it together in a way that you can follow it, that it makes sense to you. Whether you're brand new, never having done anything like this before, or someone who's a seasoned professional. But to watch and to observe and to really take in the comments, those of you that have gotten breakthroughs, that have watched your business grow, that now understand what your next step should be, that feel unstuck for perhaps the very first time, that can clearly appreciate what it is that you're responsible for doing, well, that to me is what this is all about. We still have, though, a challenge. I'm reminded of the old expression, the biggest form of miscommunication is to assume communication has taken place. What do I mean? Well, we've got a large organization, a large team, and as a result of that, you'd think we could just notify everyone, they'd all plug in, or at least the ones who are interested, and the podcasts would really take care of themselves. And even though we do the best we can to post each and every week, share with people what's there. So many great leaders have taken this and put it on Instagram and Facebook, and they've shared it and they've told their teams about it. And so many leaders that we have are literally doing the same thing. We still have a challenge. Lynn and I each and every week talk with people who either A, are plugged in and loving these, or B, what? There's a podcast. And those are the ones that really keep me up late at night. Because we have so many beautiful people out there, maybe just like you, who for the very first time are desperately trying to figure this thing out. They're desperately trying to find someone who can take them by the hand and show them what to do first, second, and third. 
And that's the purpose behind what it is that we're doing. So let's not leave anything to chance. Every week when I talk with people, I'm asking them, what episode are you on? And when they tell me what number, we'll talk about it. When they tell me they're not aware of it, I'll make sure they're connected. I don't just say, hey, if you're on an iPhone, go to the podcast app and you'll find it there. That isn't sufficient enough. I'm not an iPhone person, but I had to learn. Take them to the app on their phone, the Apple podcast app. Have them click on that. Have them click on little magnifying glass, the search feature. Have them type in lessons in leadership and keep typing until they see it. Have them click on it and subscribe to it. And do that in real time with them so they feel comfortable. And then to even go beyond that and remind them, now all that means is that you're going to be notified. But if someone sends you a text message and your phone notifies you, but you don't open the text message, knowing that it's there really won't help. And if you open the text message and there's something that someone's asking you to do, but you don't follow through, even having that information won't help. So we have to make sure people are not only plugged in, but they're opening these each and every week and they're going through them and they're doing the work because then you will understand what all of these messages are about that have been posted online. And really what that ties in so beautifully is with our theme this particular week, why and how leaders take personal responsibility. So what about you? When you hear the phrase personal responsibility, how do you feel? Are you one of those individuals who believes, hey, if it's to be, then it's up to me? Or when you hear personal responsibility, does it make you feel a little uncomfortable? Like, what are you suggesting? Are you suggesting I've got to figure this out? You know, if you drop those two words into a Google search, you'll discover or be reminded of the phrase that personal responsibility is the idea that human beings choose, instigate, or otherwise cause their own actions. Do you believe that? Do you believe that you're responsible for your own actions? Do you believe that your business, however large or small it happens to be, is a result of what you're either doing or not doing? In other words, the actions that you're taking. Do you believe that the body that you're living in, if you've been on the Isogenics products long enough, do you believe that that's as a result of this concept of personal responsibility? And if so, how do you feel? Now, I don't any, want any of you that are new to feel uncomfortable. After all, journeys take time. If somebody wants to go on a journey, you can't start saying to them after they've taken three or four steps, hey, how's the destination? They've just gotten started. And so too with many of you, if you're just beginning your isogenics journey, it's going to take a while before your body is where you'd like it to be. It's going to take a while before your business is where you'd like it to be. That is if we're doing the work. But it does ultimately come down from a leadership standpoint to personal responsibility, and that will evolve over time. I mean, after all, if you happen to be a mother or maybe even a father and you've ever heard one of your children say to you, I'm hungry. What does that phrase actually mean? Well, when they're about four or five, it means something very different than when they're 14 or 15. And when they're 24, 25, it should take on a completely different feel for you of the household. In other words, things evolve over time. And just like a child who's hungry at four or five is really going to be reliant upon you to provide their food for them, but probably about 14 or 15, listen, they should know how to make their own sandwich. 
But again, if they go to the refrigerator and there isn't any food, maybe that's not part of their responsibility yet. Maybe that still falls on you. But at 24, 25, they should not only know how to make their own sandwich, they should know how to replenish the refrigerator when there isn't anything in it to make the sandwich. And we have to behave the same way. So why do leaders take personal responsibility? Now, this is a really important question. So let me just ask you one more time. Why do we want leaders taking personal responsibility? Here's the answer. Because it's the most freeing way to live. Yes, you heard me correct. It's freeing. Relying on your parents and what is in the refrigerator is constrictive if you're growing, going up and moving through time. But when you finally get out and you're an adult and you have the ability to order whatever you'd like, have in your, in your home whatever you'd like, make whatever you'd like, that can be incredibly freeing. As long as we understand there are still consequences for putting the wrong food in our body. And so too with our business. When we take personal responsibility, it's one of the most freeing aspects of what it is that we do. Instead of relying on someone else to make a call for us, help us with a follow-up, make sure we know what's going on, kind of hold our hand all the way through, you know, that creates almost a situation where we're so reliant upon people that if we've got a great enroller or a great sponsor and they're enrolling a number of people, they're eventually going to run out of time. And if they're not a great enroller or they're not a great sponsor, we're just eventually going to blame them for not being very good at what is they're supposed to be doing. And then we'll blame our downfall on the fact that we've just been enrolled by the wrong person. No, we really have to look at taking personal responsibility as the most freeing way to live. But what does that actually mean? How does that translate down to what it is that we're doing? Well, let me give you a couple of examples. Taking personal responsibility means deciding what you want. Remember on one of our earlier podcasts, I mentioned to decide what you want and then to find someone who already has it, find out what they did, put together a plan to do exactly that, and then continue until you had produced similar results. It's the most freeing way to live. And remember we talked about you want to follow those people that are on your team, above you, that are already further ahead because going any other direction is probably not the most advantageous thing for you to do. But that's why it's so freeing. You get to decide what you want. You get to put together a plan that's right for you and for your family. For some people, all they really want is to pay for their product. For other people, they want to pay for their product in their car. For others, their product, their car, their home. For others, they want a radical career change. For others, they want to see if they can absolutely set the bar. They want to see how far up, up is, and they want to see if they're able to obtain it. So what else does taking personal responsibility mean? Well, it means that you have the freedom to cast your vision five years into the future. We talked about this last week. Have you done the work? Have you completed the assignment? Do you know where you want to be five years from today? Where you want to be living? How you want to be feeling? How you want the days of the week to unfold? That vision is uniquely yours. It doesn't belong to anyone else. And that's one of the most freeing aspects of taking personal responsibility. But, you know, personal responsibility also means doing the work, which means the work you've put down on your calendar. Do you remember that exercise? 
Do you remember that episode where we talked about you can always tell a leader because they're operating from paper, they get it out of their head and they get it down on paper, how we put down the most important things first. We literally block them off so that we don't leave anything to chance. And then we work backwards from there until we find the time to actually build our business in the nooks and crannies that we have left over after putting together our life. That's freedom. That means that you get to decide how you want your Saturday, your Sunday to feel. You get to decide. Nobody has to tell you this. It's why personal responsibility is the most freeing aspect of this business. But here's the snag. Once you've accepted this as truth, and by the way, if this is a new thought for you, then what I'm doing and sharing this information, I'm really helping you refine your philosophy. You might remember everything you know and how you feel about that. Your philosophy affects what you think about your attitude. Your attitude transcends into your actions, what you do. Your actions produce your results, what you get. And your results show up in your lifestyle, what you have. And if what you have is not what you want, we just can't do more, do more, do more. That's not really the best recipe. No, we have to go back and refine our philosophy. And maybe for some of you, for some, maybe just for some of you out there, this podcast is going to be a refinement of your philosophy because you need to start thinking about if it's to be, then it's up to me. We have to start thinking about leadership being ownership, that if I'm going to be a leader, and remember, our definition of leadership is helping people do what we're doing one step at a time. So if our goal is to be out there in the marketplace, helping other people do what we're doing one step, of a, one step at a time, then we actually need to be doing something. What are we doing? Well, the prospecting piece, looking for people to talk to, and the presenting piece, sharing the isogenic story with the people we find, and the duplicating piece, the teaching and training. Here's how you get plugged in. Here's how you grow a business second to none. Here's how you can produce the lifestyle that's important to you. We have to do the work. So what's the snag? What's the trap? What's this if-only trap you mentioned at the top of the podcast? Well, here's the problem with personal responsibility. Too often when people are new, they really don't have anything to contrast or compare this to. And so they contrast or compare it to just about anything else that seems reasonable to them in life. Say a job, maybe a family situation, something else. But here we're in this unique environment where, again, we're in business for ourselves, but not necessarily by ourselves. We have a team that's surrounding us, but that team is from us down the team that we're developing, and our support system is from us up. And I mean directly up, not sideways up, and certainly never outside up. It's from us up. That means the person who enrolled you, the person who enrolled them, the person who in turn enrolled that individual, and ultimately, if you happen to be part of the network marketing profession, part of the Isogenics family, and part of our one big team, regardless of where you are in the organization, if you continue to go up, you will eventually come to me, and I'm certainly here to help, which is what, again, these podcasts are all about. So let's circle back around, though, and talk about this if-only trap. Because we deal, and I say we, Lynn and I deal with this on a weekly basis. Maybe some of you do too. Here's how it sounds. If only my sponsor lived closer. Or maybe if only my sponsor were local, then I could. And on and on it goes. 
No, that's just not true. What we know and believe to be true is based upon our reality, our philosophy. Our philosophy dictates our attitude, our attitude, our actions, our actions, our results, and our results, our lifestyle. And what we've seen over eight years is it doesn't really matter where you live and it doesn't really matter where your enroller happens to live. It just doesn't matter if you take on personal responsibility. So don't fall into that if only trap, if my sponsor only lived closer, if they were only better. We hear that too. If my sponsor were only better, they're new at this. Listen, this business has been designed where literally the blind should be able to lead the blind. And I mean that in the most positive context ever. Mary should be able to get involved and in not understanding anything. She should be able to involve her best friend, Sue. Sue, without knowing much of anything, should be able to involve her best friend, Dave. Dave, without knowing anything, should be able to involve his best friend, Paul. And Paul should be able, through the idea behind these podcasts, to get plugged in and to stay plugged in and to know what to do by taking on personal responsibility. He can't say, hey, if all these people were successful, then I would be okay. By the way, we also know that's not true because if it were, you know, Lynn and I have been honored to be the number one income earners in the world for the company. And as a result of that, you think everything we would touch would turn to gold. Not true. We have people we've enrolled that have stayed for a short period of time and left. Hey, I've got people I personally enrolled that never reordered. Now, how do you explain that? If the expression, if my sponsor were successful, then I would be successful. How would you explain that? I try to pour my heart and my soul into each and every person I personally enroll, but I can only match my energy with theirs. I can't do the work for them. I can only do my best to create an appetite, to create an environment. You know, the old expression, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Well, I've taken my philosophy and evolved that to the point where I'm not trying to make anyone I bring into the business drink. I'm trying to make the people I bring into the business thirsty. And if you can create enough thirst in someone, they will drink on their own. What does that mean? Well, creating a thirst means tell me more about you. What are you looking to get out of life? How would you like to feel physically? How would you like to be financially? It's taking the time to find out enough about that person where you can share with them the solutions that they've been looking for. But even with what I know and believe to be true and what I try to do each and every day, it doesn't always work. Remember in an earlier podcast, I said, you're never going to figure this out and you won't. So let's avoid that trap. Here's another one. Hey, if only my sponsor were a doctor or an athlete or a nutritionist or, and the list goes on and on and on, then I would be okay because I know people in that profession. No, that's just not true. The majority of the people that we have are millionaires, those that have earned day one, dollar one, and cumulatively over a million dollars in isogenics, and we now have more than 300 of those individuals worldwide, if every single one of those people needed to have this be truth, wow, it would be looking a lot different. But when you take a look at the top 100, when you take a look at the 300 millionaires, you find them from every walk of life known to mankind, many of whom had never done anything like this before. No, we can debunk that myth. We want to avoid that if only trap. Hey, how about this one? If only I had been sponsored by Lynn. If only I'd been sponsored by Lisa, by Laura, by Kathy. If only I'd been sponsored by Emily. Hey, if only I'd been sponsored by Michael, everything would be okay. No, everything wouldn't be okay. I know these people personally. I'm married to one of them. I know exactly how we wake up every morning and what we do to move through the day. 
I know how we help people and pour into them. And I also know that sometimes, no matter what you do, you cannot help someone who doesn't want to be helped. That's not trying to put anyone into a corner. It's just recognizing the truth in life. Taking personal responsibility means that I'm going to be responsible from me down. I'm going to be responsible for putting one person on my left and then one person on my right. And then I'm going to put one person on my left and one person on my right. If someone above me helps me, wonderful. If nobody above me helps me, it doesn't matter because personal responsibility says it's from me down. Every single person would like to be put into a position where somebody else did most of the work for them. Hey, I think if you could get people to be very candid and, and ask them, would you like to be born poor or would you like to be born into a wealthy family with a trust fund and really be able to choose whatever you wanted to do because money would never be an issue for you? I don't know how many people would choose poor, but what's interesting about life, by the way, if I back up for a moment, we could probably choose this or say the same thing about health. Would you like to be born sick and eventually figure out health over time? Or would you like to be born healthy and just enjoy life without pain, suffering, or any of the consequences? Because what are, whether it's good genes, good diet, or whatever, you just always felt amazing move, moving through time. I don't think we'd have too many people say, you know, I'd really like to go down the road of just awfulness for a while so I could appreciate, you know, what it feels to be great later on. No, we really do need to understand what taking personal responsibility is all about. So how do we do it? How do leaders take personal responsibility? Well, first of all, we talked about why, because it's the most freeing thing you could ever do. We also talked about how to avoid that trap. Don't fall into that. It's from you down. Take responsibility. It is from you down. But here's some ideas on how you can start taking personal responsibility. Number one, it does begin with a mindset. It begins with a refinement of your philosophy. Again, always remember, if I refine my philosophy, I'm going to think different, act different, get different, have different. It will happen over time. So from today forward, I really hope I can get each and every one of you that are serious about your success to begin always replaying in your mind's eye the following words. Leadership is ownership. If it's to be, then it's up to me. It's from me down. I'm responsible. So how do you do that? Well, again, in going hand in hand with refining your philosophy, you want to get plugged in. You want to stay plugged in. Getting plugged in means, first and foremost, subscribing to these podcasts, being on our products. Getting plugged in means understanding where the food that will feed you both physically and financially is coming from. And then staying plugged in, make sure that you're doing this each and every week. Well, what does that mean? Well, if you're part of our team, it means being on our live team Zooms or scheduling a time if that's not convenient for you to watch them later. And there's no benefit really to being on live or later. There's a benefit to watching versus not watching. That you need to understand. Because we're this international business, no matter when we do our calls, they aren't going to be convenient for some of you. In fact, for some of you, they happen in the middle of your night. We're not being so crazed as to suggest you wake up in the middle of the night to be on a live team Zoom. But if you're missing them because you're just putting them off, see, take personal responsibility. Being a part of our one big team community means that you're part of our Facebook pages and you know what those are. You're, you, you understand what our websites are. 
You understand where our trainings are being held and how we do so much of this online today. You're plugged in. And by the way, if you happen to be that voyeur, you're either part of our Isogenics family, but by extension, you're not part of our one big team. Don't think you need to kind of find a way to get in so you can see what we're doing. We're not doing anything different than your team is doing. We're just doing it for our team, just like we were doing things for our family. You know, I've shared this before many a time, but the idea of the Isogenics family being one big family is a lot like a neighborhood watch sign being put in the community. True, I'm going to keep an eye on my neighbor's home, and I'd like to think he's going to keep an eye on mine. After all, we're one community, but I'm not responsible for raising his children. And by extension, he's not responsible for raising mine. And so we have to recognize that our success is dependent on us down, me down. Leadership is ownership. If it's to be, then it's up to me. One on my left, one on my right, repeat. How do I do it? Learn how to prospect, present, teach and train people how to get started, and continue moving forward until you have everything you've ever wanted. If you're with another team and you're listening and enjoying these podcasts, wonderful. But find out what their Facebook pages are. Find out what websites they're using. Find out what Zoom trainings they're providing and plug into your family. It's really important. And when you get stuck, know that three things should be followed. Three little rules, three little steps, just about each and every time. Number one, Google is your friend. You know, Lynn and I get asked all kinds of questions, and, and we just, we're not this, this um, depository of all knowledge. You know, we don't just keep everything in our brain. What we've learned is that we can go to the Google search engine, and we can type in the word isogenics, followed by just about anything else someone is looking for. Someone asked me the other day, is it okay for a pregnant woman to be on these products? And I'm thinking to myself, now I know some products can be taken by someone who's pregnant and some products shouldn't be taken by someone who's pregnant. And regardless, you should be talking with your physician about this, you know, no matter what you're choosing to do. But where is that information? I don't remember. So what do I do? Isogenics pregnancy. And all of a sudden it pops up and there it is. And now I can copy paste and just drop that information into the text box, the email, whatever it happens to be of the person who's asking. Just remember, we have three major websites. And when you're looking for information to ensure that it's credible from the company, make sure that it always starts out with either isogenics.com forward slash whatever it is that you've just found, isogenicshealth.net which is our science blog that probably would give you the information on pregnancy I just mentioned, or ISA, F-Y-I. Great articles. So if you happen to put in isogenics and then the question you're asking, and Google happens to pop back an answer that starts with isafyi.com forward slash in this great article that answers it beautifully, that is a good corporate article. And you can pretty much take it to the bank that it's going to be just spot on accurate. Assuming, of course, it's not out of date. So look at the dates and Google helps you with that too. But that's your number one go-to. Always before you call someone, before you ask, when the, when the concept of personal uh, responsibility comes up, think, Google is my friend. Number two, Isogenics Corporation has great customer service. Some of the best customer service I've ever experienced in my life. When you log into your back office, you can do online chat. 
You can also pick up the telephone and you can call and talk to a beautiful, wonderful, educated individual who can help you. So before you call someone else and say, hey, I'm not really sure about how to change my auto ship, you know, you might just go to Google at being your friend and type in Isagenics. How do I change my auto ship? See what pops up. You might be surprised. And if that doesn't help, pick up the phone and call Isagenics customer support, their customer service department, or just chat with them and say, hey, I'd like to add something to my auto ship. I'd like to adjust something on my auto ship. How do I do that? And see if you don't get this beautiful, very, very responsive answer. But when that fails, always rely on point number three. Go up, not sideways, and never outside, and ask for help. Go up. Ask the person who enrolled you, the person who enrolled them, the leader that you're actually working with, because we're all here to help. We're successful because you're successful. You're going to become successful by helping other people below you become successful. But it starts with 100% of the time taking personal responsibility. When Lynn and I don't know the answer to something, we have to take the time to find out. Now, true, we may have some resources available to us that you don't have. That's why point number three always comes in, step number three. If you Google it and you can't find it, if you've talked to someone at corporate and it doesn't make sense to you, do you know how wonderful it is to receive your phone call and to say, hey, I looked online, here's what I found, didn't seem to be an accurate article or it was from 2016 and that's three years ago, it's the best I could find. So I called customer support and they weren't really sure because, so I was hoping you could help. We'll figure it out together because we can take personal responsibility together. So that being said, here's what I'm asking each and every one of you to do. Number one, keep the comments coming. I love seeing them. Number two, make sure that each and every person on your team understands we want them on these podcasts. We're not looking for people to catch up. This is not about seeing how quickly you can go through the material. This is about seeing how much you can acquire or get from the material. So if you're brand new and you've gone from podcast number one to number two to number three to number four to number five, and you've done that in the first day, it's going to be hard for me to appreciate that you've actually done the work. Go back to number one, listen to it again, and actually do the work. In 12 weeks time, you'll be caught up to where we are today. But in 12 weeks time, you'll have a team. In 12 weeks time, you'll have an income. In 12 weeks time, you will be further ahead in 12 weeks' time, you will be able to appreciate and understand that building your business bigger, better, and faster than you ever thought possible is all about slowing down, taking in the information, applying it in the marketplace so that you can actually go faster over time. Listen, it's been fun sharing this with you. And as always, I really am excited about what's happening now and so excited about what's coming. So until next week, remember... Take personal responsibility. Go out in the marketplace and let's see if we can't make this week even better than the week we had before.